Okay. Don't mess with it. You want to mess with it right now while we're recording? No, because if you mess with it, that's when it's going to get fucked up. Yeah, all right. I will never get it back. Yeah, nope. exactly. Don't polish the just podcast my, on just episode like, 300. Just like my erection. Sean, did you get a delivery to your mm. house tonight? Uh, No, is it dick? No, I haven't gotten anything, I don't think. You're supposed to get an Oreo blizzard in celebration of our 300th episode. <laughs> Are you serious? serious? Fucked up. Oh no! Did they save the delivery? Well, it's on Stacy's phone. She sent me a thing saying let me, that it was going to be. Let late. me go see if there's an Oreo blizzard just melting on my fucking porch. It's like oh, 80 degrees here. <laughs> when was it supposed to get there? I set it for seven, and she sent me a text saying that they're running. Behind. Said it was running behind till like seven thirty. Dude, they left an Oreo blizzard on your stoop without knocking. That's a, that's that's alpha. I don't know. Hang on. There's somebody in the front yard right now. Oh shit! Oh, maybe maybe it is there. Hang on a second. Like literally, <laughs> like they're another oh, pole. Somebody seems to be confused. <laughs> Are they eating a blizzard? No, oh, well, I don't if know. They're... The instructions correctly. They're going to give you a sappy message too. Oh, you gave them instructions to like. That's <laughs> awesome. Hell yeah! <laughs> so yeah, good. I'm Sean. Yeah, it's it's from Stacy. <laughs> Hang on one second. Thank you. Well done. Oh, yeah. I might have to keep this in. You gotta All right, keep thank it. you. I was just trying to look at them, see my number. Yeah, no, we're doing a podcast. Say hello. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hey, thank you. You're welcome. All right, Enjoy. thank you. Oh, that's Happy holidays. Oh, Alex. Oh, <laughs> oh you guys are the best. That's tremendous. Yeah. Is it melted? No, she was literally driving up. Like, wow, good timing. That's awesome. Yeah, I just, yeah, it's just weird how that worked out. Just like I just happened to call like a second before Gogs texted me that you guys were ready. That's so funny. Wow. Hell <laughs> yeah. With that, hell yeah. All right, start the show, guys. <laughs> Welcome to Movie the Podcast. That's right, Movie the Podcast. A very special 300th Jesus episode Christ. of Movie the Podcast. We are. Before the movies, before we got started, Alec and I were talking. We said if, if, an average runtime of a hundred minutes per movie, thirty thousand minutes, five hundred hours of film watched. We definitely and, and critique. And I'd say that the average of our movies is definitely way over that because I feel like we. I, I think in general we watch longer movies, even though we all dread it. Yeah. Also, uh, for all of you. Uh, three people that were really excited for us to watch Final Destination three. Sorry, that'll we, be next week. Yeah, we didn't watch that. But did I say ninety minutes or three or hundred minutes per night? Doesn't matter. ninety. Well, then that math won't check out. So for you math nerds at home, I meant a hundred. Doesn't matter. How, we've done three hundred episodes of this fucking show, guys. It's insane. Oh. And think about all the movies we watched privately. Like think about just the total number of movies that have been watched. And the times we forced, I like, I forced myself to watch movies well, just to have something to talk about. Also, that's three hundred movies just under the movie the podcast moniker. We, we, me, Sean, and I did shows some movies before that was even like a name. So <laughs> it's crazy. That's fucking tremendous. That's awesome. We just got the picture of the blizzard. Uh, did she? Did she give you the message she was supposed to give you, Sean? Yeah, sorry, I was uh, taking a picture of my blizzard. Uh, what, what was the question? Did the delivery person give you the message she was supposed to give you? Did she, no, she, she but she was incredibly foreign. So, I don't know if it got lost she in translation. She was just to say, happy 300th, love Alex Sean, or Alec Goggs and TJ. 
And I don't know if you could hear her, but I got out in the driveway and she's like, Stacy. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> nope. But, uh, yeah, I'm Stacy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So it's our 300th episode. Alec had the foresaw- forethought since he couldn't, uh, since Sean couldn't be here, uh, he sent uh, Sean a tasty treat uh, via DoorDash or something. Uh, like or something grub, yeah, to to have to have some delicious confection on our 300 episode episode. We we had white trash chocolate cream pie, which is delicious. delicious. But I wanted Sean to have something too. Aww. But I know it probably goes against his new beliefs, where he's a <laughs> mega weasel. Yeah, this is yeah, the first dessert Sean. I've had in like a year. Sean is the only member of the cast that looks like he could be in the movie 300. That right is now. true. That is you know what be funny is if this like pushed me over the edge and I just got super fat all yeah. of a sudden. You broke him. Oh, oh you're like uh, at the end of Dodgeball. What's his name? Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, like, like, yeah. yeah. Well, so after, um, after last week's episode, Alec was actually the one that was like, hey, guys, next week is our 300th episode. So we should do something more thermatic. So uh, since we we are it, really, it's, it's crazy thematic? to think that like in a year and a couple like two months of doing the show from now, we you could literally listen to one episode of this podcast every day for a year. It's yeah. insane. That's bonkers. And but like, what's more thematic than us doing a Zack Snyder movie? We've done <laughs> every Zack Snyder movie. I Most think. we haven't done Soccer Punch, but I think that's the only one. Or, How have we not done Army of Thieves? I feel like well, he or direct the Legend oh, of Gahul. Yeah, oh, we, yeah, we haven't done the Owl movie. We've talked about Sucker Punch so much on this show. I feel S- like Sucker Punch is like the sort of Damocles for this podcast. It's just been looming over our heads for like six years. Yeah, we're, we're yeah. due for it. Eventually. Somebody will pick it for a birthday when they're mad at everybody else. <laughs> um, but so, anyway, we did three hundred. This yep. is also. I just want to point out that every time I, I don't know about every time, but I would say the majority of times that we brought up Zack Snyder and we talk about how bad he is, it's always well, except for three hundred. So for me, this was like, am I still gonna like this movie? After I watched it after this time. Walked in dreading it. Yes, absolutely. I walked in it expecting was like, to hate it. It was the same oh, feeling no, I when we watched. Like, Go ahead. Sean. I feel like we had a different experience. Oh, oh yeah, I'm certain you did. Okay. I walked in this word like, I was like, when we came back to The Crow after I hadn't seen it in maybe eight years, I was like, oh, I still hope I like The Crow. Love The Crow. Love and the crow. shocker, 300? I had a good time. I, and I still think Crow City of Angels is like the gem of this podcast. Like Crow City of Angels was like yeah. one of the best movies that we watched on the show that everyone hates. From a fucking turnaround perspective. Everyone hates that movie and it's so good. It really is. Uh, but anyway, let's get into what we all watched this week. Uh, we'll go with Sean first. I didn't watch it. I'm too busy doing math and getting peeled. Uh, Hell yeah! <laughs> Why are you DJ, doing school. Oh, oh nice. yeah. I go to I go to Purdue now. Like, oh, uh, shit. Well, well, yeah. boiler maker. Boiler maker. I'm a boy, Hell Mike yeah. Allstott. Yeah, me and Drew Brees. Except we have different opinions about black people. Hell yeah! <laughs> How do you uh, feel about good. Oh, what's that? Okay. <laughs> I'm pro. <laughs> Big fan, especially the ladies. Um. TJ, you always go last for whatever reason, so you go this time. 
Uh, I only watched one thing this week. I watched a Chinese ghost story on Amazon Prime. Uh, it's a late 80s uh, Hong Kong movie produced by Sui Hark. Um, I love it, but I want to take a brief moment to say that can we can we get a petition together for Amazon to stop uploading literally the worst uploads of these older movies? Like, this is worse than, like, a VHS transfer. This thing no. looks so bad on, like, they, you know, they, they list it as HD, but it looks like dog shit. So and do, like, like in, in the pie-eating scene, do they switch it to those little, like, uh, powdered sugar donuts? <laughs> You've seen the movie, I assume. I didn't know that. <laughs> um, it's a great movie. It's, like, kind of a horror movie, kind of a kung fu movie, kind of a comedy uh, it's brilliant. I love it. It, it. it it also like has a lot of. I mean, we've talked about this a lot, but it has a lot of nostalgia for me because I got I got really into like Hong Kong movies when I was in like sixth grade, seventh grade. I, a lot of like martial arts movies, but like when you'd go to the comic book conventions, they would just be these like walls of bootleg. Yeah. So it was like, well. What's Chinese ghost story? That sounds interesting. It's wild shit you've never seen before. Yeah, and I got like God of Gamblers, which is another Sui Hark movie, and Chinese Ghost Story. And like these movies are great and they're they're so creative and different. This movie is only like 86 minutes long, but it tells this really interesting story. Um, I highly recommend it. I'm just really disappointed by the shitty transfer that's on Prime. Like it looks so bad. Like, do you I think that there's a good has, transfer somewhere? Like, do you think they did uh, like a, a restoration? I, I'm sorry. I think there is a good Blu-ray out there of this movie. I'm I don't own it, but I think there is one out there. But uh, Chinese ghost story, highly recommended. And what's the gist? Is it your basic ghost story story? Is no, like- no, not at all. So basically, this guy. It, this takes place, and I, I don't know any of the Chinese like historical periods. I'm much more versed in the Japanese. You play a lot. Of- Dynasty Warriors to I, know I which, which no, you're in? Okay. I, I it doesn't take the, place during the romance of the Three Kingdoms. <laughs> no, I played, Sean will appreciate this, I played all the Nobunaga's Revenge games, which yeah, are hell like yeah. Japanese I, history. Yeah, and uh, then the uh, tagging you up, the first video game I bought for PlayStation 2 was Kessen, which was like a spiritual <laughs> sequel to that game. Yes. I, I, I mean, you want to talk to me about the Sangoku period of Japan. I'm all about it. I don't know much about Chinese history. But anyway, it's it's an old Chinese-like folktale. This guy is a debt collector, which, you know, fuck him anyway, because he's a debt collector. But basically, like, he's... Oh, he so it is, didn't take place during Mao's China? No. <laughs> he's forced to, like, go... He's He's looking for shelter... He's forced into this old temple, and he falls in love with this like uh, spirit that's this this hot chick ghost. And then he comes across these like ghost hunter like priest guys that are like kung fu artists. It's it's awesome. You gotta watch it. I don't want to give too much away because it's it's kind of layered, but like it's really good. And again, it's it's literally like eighty six minutes long. It is it is over like. It's like it's by the snap of your fingers, it's over. But like, there's a lot of it's the um, the guy that did all the fight choreography is the guy, the Matrix guy, the guy Yen Wo Ping, Ying Wo Ping. So there's yeah. a lot of like wire foo stuff. There's a lot of cool like um, forced perspective shots. There's a lot of cool um, 
stop motion stuff like in a weird way like there's a lot of like sam raimi in this movie because okay. like there's actual like ghouls that live on the under the ghouls. floor of the temple Ooh. and they have like they Little look green like ghouls. well they look like they look <laughs> ghouls. there's like they're like very stop motiony kind of zombies like it's a cool ass movie and it's very different um i love it and they actually made an anime of it too which is really good but that isn't available on prime but I highly recommend it. It's it's very good. I just wish they would put a better version of it up so people could really enjoy it. Because I feel like if you're not like a diehard fan of this movie, you're going to watch it and be like, this looks like shit. Like, this looks like a VHS tape. Why am I watching this? But then again, kids nowadays, they actually buy VHS tapes. So maybe that's part of the aesthetic that they like. Is it from know. the 80s or from the 90s? It's like 89, 87, something like that. It's like the Hong Kong. It's Hong Kong. So it's like before they switched back over to China. So it's like um like in that period. So it's like er like early nineties, late eighties, something like that. English imperialism Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. Not Chinese imperialism Hong Kong. Well no, like all the like when, when you refer to like Hong Kong cinema, like Chow Yun Fat stuff and like hard boiled and the killer and mm. stuff like that's a very specific in most like most Jackie Chan movies, like contemporary Jackie Chan movies I say contemporary, but they're fucking thirty years old now. Like those are the Hong Kong era, and that is specifically when Hong Kong was independent and not part of mainland China. Mm. Um, anyway, sorry, but I, I that's all I watched. I uh, I watched a little. I watched all of the new season of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, which is really good. I highly recommend. Um, but that's it. So, Alec, I watched three things. Three, three, three. two Christmas movies. Hell oh, yeah. yeah! Two brand new Christmas movies. One is an Amazon original or a Netflix original. I think the other one, actually, they both, both might both be Netflix. Uh, one's called Single All the Way. <laughs> that's and a, it's that's about my autobiography. A, a gay man <laughs> oh. and his gay best friend go to a, go home for the holidays yep. and Sean. with the intention of yeah. pretending to be lovers so his family will stop harassing him about finding. Uh, the Mr. Right. I sense so it's it's both weirdly progressive and weirdly regressive at the same time. Like yeah. we don't yes. care if you're and, gay, but you got to couple up because it's weird if you don't. Yeah. And they're interracial. Oh, it's like oh, it's 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 got everything. It sounds like a movie everyone. written by a serial commercial. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it uh, it's, <laughs> it's okay. Brought to you by the Biden administration. Uh, the best parts of it, honestly, are well, not, Kathy the sex. is well, yeah. <laughs> full penetrative sex that they show on screen. Okay, now you got me. I'm in. Um, Kathy Najimi is in it, and she's okay. Barry Bostwick is in it, and he needs to be in more stuff because he's still really funny. Who's the what, Spin what are City they, guy? He's the mayor from Spin City. Oh, yeah. What's Ka- she, Catherine? She's Nijimi? the voice of Peggy Hill. She was the fat nun oh, sister act, but I don't yeah. think she's fat anymore, or she oh, wasn't no, for a while. She lost a bunch of weight. She was the, one of the sisters in uh, Hocus Pocus. Yep. Um, but the best part of the movie is Stifler's mom. I can't remember what's her name. Oh, um, oh that chick that's in all the Christopher Guest movies Banger, too. Like, uh, yeah, I'm I'm bl- I'm blanking on her name, but she's the best part of the movie. She's so fucking every scene she's in, she just steals. She's also in Pootie Tang. What the hell is her name? Yeah, I, I blank on her name. I, I don't I don't know yeah. why I can't think of it. I know she played name. she played the lady with the big tits in every '90s movie. <laughs> Loved her in Pootie Tang. She was like, yeah. oh, she was like weaponized in Pootie Tang. Yeah. Karen yeah. Black is that her name? I don't think that's her name. Is Karen it? Black. I don't Karen Black was like a singer. 
Mr. Black. I think didn't she die from eating a ham sandwich? No, that's, that's the lady from the mamas and the that's mama cats. Mama cats. <laughs> um, the other Christmas movie I watched is called Love Hard. <laughs> Jennifer Coolidge. Jennifer Coolidge. That's yeah. That's it. Um, Love Hard is about a woman who's having trouble finding love, so she finally connects with somebody across the country. Um, goes across the country to surprise him right before Christmas and realize she was catfished. But then agrees to stay and be his fake girlfriend so he'll set her up with the guy that he took the pictures from who's like one of his friends from childhood. <laughs> wow. Like um, Lots of deception. Uh, shit, I can't remember her name. Jennifer Coolidge. No. I, was t- t- I told Karen you earlier. Karen White. Yeah, it was... Um, um, Oh, I'm joking yeah. about Mari. Jimmy Yang is the male lead. And Jimmy Wang Yang? Nina Dobrev. Nina Dobrev is the female lead. Um that one was pretty funny. I actually enjoyed it a lot. They had really good chemistry between the two of them. I mean, for a stupid, like slapdash Christmas movie they they threw together in probably six weeks. To rush it out for Christmas time. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't bad. It was better than uh, most of the the shitty cheap Christmas movies they throw together. Uh, the last movie I watched. Oh. Stacy found this on. Uh, I don't know if you guys use Canopy at all. Yeah. It's a library. The library. I get, I get pit beef from them all the time. No, it's Different too closely canopy. related to books. Yeah. <laughs> it's the, the movie derivative of books. <laughs> um, it's called In the Land of Owl Turds. Okay. It okay. Is a half hour movie. Huh. About In. this. It is absolutely ridiculous and insane. This guy, I'm pretty sure he's he wrote it, directed uh wrote, directed, produced, edited, starred in it. Real Orson Wells. Um Jackie Moon. He like so he's playing himself. It's right it's from like the eighties. It's shot on like you can tell it's from the eighties. Everything looks awful and dated. Um this guy is like autistic, kind of, or whatever they would like pass for it back then, whatever they would have called it back then, spastic or something, maybe. Right, right. Stupid. Um, he, uh, <laughs> Stupid. I mean, maybe. He is like convinced he can't find love and he keeps trying to find love. That's a Herod Blank. He hooks up with this woman who comes back to his house. She can't stand his car because it's, like, full of, like, trinkets and things. But then he inexplicably gets to bang her. And, get, yeah. and, like, it's clearly just a project for him to have all these women show their tits and, like, rub up on him. In, In a half, half an hour? Yeah. Hell yeah. Three, this is three different women. Um, I guess the third one doesn't actually That's one pair of kids every ten minutes. Love it. Uh, so he goes out with the first girl. And she's all about him until she sees, like, his apartment, which is a shithole, and she leaves. So he runs off to the woods, paints himself green. <laughs> like, it is, it is, like, the definition of, like, an up-your-own-ass art film. It sounds amazing. It is absurd. Oh, it's not a and comedy. Like, like, oh, it's a comedy, supposedly. Okay. According yeah, to yeah. the poster, it's a painful comedy. I mean, it's a Baltimore artscape art car right yeah, there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But it's only, I think it was like 27 minutes long or something like that. Like if you oh, can find it, it, watch it. It's like it it's like, worth it for the quick little, quick little is, watch. But it is, is it like 
that car that used to drive around like South Baltimore with all that like dolls stuck to it, like that yeah, kind of yeah, thing. Kind of. It's uh, like a beetle, but like on one door it's got a uh, Bob Marley on it, and it's got like coconuts hanging from it and shit and all kinds. It's fucking sweet, wild. merciful crap. Does it say how long it is? Uh, I can't find it. I'm looking. Usually it does on IMDb on the front page. Oh well. Um, oh, 30 minutes. Yeah, 30, 30 minutes. minutes. 1987. Yeah, it's fucking wild. Hell like, yeah. I, we, we just kept looking at each other like, what the fuck? Did she just rent this on name alone? Or did she yeah, hear about and, it and somehow? No. She was like flipping through. It was like, what is this? Yeah. And then when we saw it was only a half hour long, we was like, well, let's go watch this. Hell yeah. How could it's you not fucking, stop it, it, is, it is something else, let me tell you. Um, but that's all I watched. Uh, last episode of Hawkeye, her most recent one came out. Still really good. Two more episodes to go. I'm excited to see where it goes and where they finish up. Um, Goges. So I watched a bunch of stuff. Uh, Some of it not to completion. So we'll start with the stuff I (laughs) finish up. I started watching Pompoco, the Studio Ghibli movie about raccoons using their ball sacks to fight America, like (laughs) like humans, like colonizing. I've never seen that one. I got through halfway then I fell asleep. It's bizarre. I'm going to go back to it. I've been watching... Doro Hidoro on yeah, Netflix. Yeah, I love that show. That's this. It's an anime. That's that a just, show. It's not a movie. It's, it's a show, but it's it's batshit insane. I'll report that when I complete it. And then I watched four movies that I I didn't have any repeats this this week. Normally I go back to something comforting sure, to settle my anxiety. So, but no, this time uh, I watched The Harder They Fall, the original Netflix. They call it a revisionist western because it's an oh, all was black. I've been meaning to watch it. So. <laughs> He didn't like it. The cast is good. Yeah, obviously he didn't like it. I can already tell. No. Like, <laughs> the story isn't good. The story's not great. The cast, the cast is excellent. The acting, the guy who plays the main character, Jonathan Majors, the guy from the he's last black man in San Francisco. He played I haven't seen that. He played um uh Is he the guy that played a more he is he's he, in Love the Lovecraft show, Lovecraft Country. Yeah, and he's also the guy that plays uh Kang in the He'll be Kang the Conqueror. Yeah, oh, and, hell yeah, that guy's awesome. Yeah, that guy's great. I he's like a that fucking amazing in this movie. I want more westerns with him as the lead character. He's fucking the truth. And like Keith Stanfield, like Keith Stanfield's amazing. Idris Alba's, Idris Alba's amazing. Regina King, Regina King, Zazie Beetz. How does like, she look? Who? Regina King, good. Yeah, I thought you asked Zazie Beetz. I'm like, how no, is I already that? know that. But Regina King, I wonder how Regina, she's holding up. She seems like she's doing just fine. Zazie Can you Beetz? listen oh to her God. without hearing one of the voices from the Boondocks anymore? Though, like every time I've heard her talk since, yeah, then all yeah. I hear is like one of those kids. Well, she's doing a little bit of an accent in this one. She that's was a, so good in Watchmen. Yeah, like she, yeah. she's so the movie. Like I said, the actors are cool. The action is excellent. It's like an exploitation movie. Who directed it? Um, it's, it this, so the guy who directed dir- no, it's, directs this too. gentleman. The guy who directed also scored it, and he scored it at the same time. And I feel like Weird. he might have John Carpenter. It. Yeah, and it's it's like I think he's done a lot of music videos and stuff. But it's the story is not great, but the actors are excellent in it, and the the the, the settings. I think there's this really they do a lot of fun stuff with color and and like they go to the they go rob a bank in the white town because mm-hmm. they refer to it as the white town, and it's literally everything. The sand is white, the buildings are white, all the white people are wearing white. Then you go to the town. Well, the black people lo- live, and it's all colorful and like fun and beautiful and like. Oh, that's a, I don't hate that. Yeah, that's no, a good it was idea. gorgeous. Like, I, I give it a look. I didn't care for the story. The story was like kind of predictable, and like they make moves that don't make any sense. But the action's a lot of fun. And this guy, Jonathan Majors, is fucking 
excellent. So the guy it. that directed this movie oh. is just named, and I already hate him because I don't, this is fucking obnoxious. His name is the Bullist. Yeah, that's his fucking yeah, name like is the Bullist. The Bullist, something like that. Yeah. All right, I'm not watching this. God, his real name is Jameis Samuel. But I guess his Winston. stage name is The Bullist. His nom de plume. Yes, Gogs, on a s- exploitation scale from boss to posse, where does it land? What? Which Sean? side? Boss, uh, this boss is what, Sean? What was, um, <laughs> what was the Ving? What was the Ving Rhames movie? Um, uh, Rosewood. That's not an Rosewood. exploitation movie, though. No, no, you're right. This is more like this is just under posse. So okay. this guy also directed, or this is around posse levels. So this guy directed a short, a well, it's fifty-one minutes. He directed another western that's called "The Do- They Die by Dawn," which is another. Don't black- hate that title. Yeah, but it's only fifty-one minutes long, and then the rest of his credits look like, like I said, he does a lot of music stuff. I know, I know this is a. Um, it it sounds. Rosario Dawson, Giancarlo Esposito, Kelly Hugh, Goddamn. Michael Williams, Bokeem Woodbine. That's a great cast. Like too. that's got a hell of a cast too. Is it? Do you, I bet you it's a like an El Mariachi Desperado situation. I bet if you go back and watch that, it's almost the same movie. The same movie. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, that's probably true. What I'm saying, I just can't. I'm uh, so the, the guy Jonathan Major. I mean, we just we rattled off all of his other credentials, but he played. Um, uh, oh. Christ, my, now I can't think of his name. Kang the Conqueror. No, um, the actor. Oh shit! Who was the well, one of the name the actors in the Five Bloods? The established actors. I never watched it. Okay, Delroy Lindo. Delroy Lindo. He played Delroy Lindo's son in the Five Bloods. Oh, yeah. And Delroy Lindo's in this movie, and he's great in it. Like he, if, and here's what's interesting about it. So the movie is set around a lot of. Uh, black like, it sounds like he went to like the, like the good black acting house and it was like, get me everyone. And they're like, yeah. what do you mean everyone? everyone. <laughs> this, this guy, this guy, the bullist is British. So he's a, so he got, he cut his teeth. He's a singer songwriter. So he's a musician first. And then he became a director. I'm saying, I think he scored this. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, oh, and what's interesting is he took a lot of historical black cowboys and cow ladies and put them in this movie. They never interacted like this, but a lot of the characters are based on actual people from history. Oh, it's kind of so like, like Young Guns. Oh, it's kind of like 300. Like, you know, Young Guns or, is the best analogy for this movie. It's kind of like that scene in Marshall where like every historical black figure was in that one restaurant yeah. and they're like all talking to each other. Yeah, yeah. but that was accurate. Was it? <laughs> I think that might have been. I still like that movie, remember. Yeah. The, rest mm. of so the plot for They Die by like Dawn Let's see if this is the same. Go. Four outlaws with a bounty each on their heads set a date for a shootout in Oklahoma. The last man alive takes the collective bounty. That no. sounds good. That's a cool. No, but that sounds <laughs> awesome. This, this is straight. I this need is to watch this that. is straight. You killed my dad. Revenge. Hmm. Um, and it, it's you know, but the the motivations for everybody doesn't make. It's just go give it a look. It when I it's, thanks for bringing up Young Guns, Alex. When I watched, I was like, this feels like Young oh, Guns. Speaking of, I uh, this is totally uh, derails everything, but. They are working on a Young Guns sequel. Oh, at this point, for what? For who? Is it is it called Old Guns? It needs oh. to be called Old Guns. But yes, <laughs> I have no idea. Like, why is it? First of all, I don't remember Young Guns too, but I'm pretty sure Billy the Kid dies in the end of Young Guns. He I'm does, certain he does, does not. Oh, he, uh, he does not die at the end of Young Guns too. Oh, at the end of Young Guns too, he's a 
gray ass old man in like the forties. Oh, that's right. They, the they said that the they time. said that what's his name, the guy that kills him in the real life, didn't kill him. It yeah, was oh, Pat, Pat Garrett. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you so, guys? I know TJ has, but have the, either of you two seen the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford? I have not. I love seen, it. You, I haven't seen the whole thing. I've seen parts of it. I love Casey. It. Did, you, did you like the parts that you saw? Uh, I remember liking them. It's a little slow, but it's it, really it, fucking it, good, it, though. It, yeah, yeah, it is. Is yeah. that Brad Pitt and Casey Affleck? Yeah, and also, I think Sam, like Sam one Rockwell. of the best titles for a movie in the history. Oh hell yeah! It's like well, uh, that made, band, and you will know us by the trail of our dead or whatever the fuck. Like I don't know anything about the band, but I love the name. Good band. Uh, well, at least they used to be. Gogs. They directed uh, that. They that guy directed um, the movie "Killing Me Softly," which I think you're. Oh, I do of. like. Yeah, yeah, yeah that the same director. Yeah, um, I think they also released at the same time. They had a sexy sister film where it was Colin Farrell was playing Jesse James, but he also did karate for some reason. <laughs> think about it. I don't know that movie, but I need to watch it. Karate Cowboyman. Um, actually, I was wrong. I did. Re- I've watched. I rewatched one of these things. Anyway, keep going. Uh, I watched. I was texting. Tell yourself to keep going. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I texted it. Sean and I was telling the guys I want to. I might retroactively drop my score for uh, drafting Repo down Man. the point. Oh, well, no, because I no, yeah, <laughs> Repo Man also loses a point because I watched Moneyball. Um, Moneyball is it's very old. Everyone else has seen it, but me, I finally watched it. It's super fucking good. I, I was it. I was with it the entire time and get me more. Get me more front office procedurals, please, and thank you. Yeah, it's, it's crazy how they make get, make good movies out of those. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking amazing. And, and the that, baseball's that, good in it. Yeah. That, that scene where he's negotiating, I forget who he's negotiating for. And with, with the like, Indians on the horn? Yeah, they're like, what else? He's like, what else do we want? It's like, we want you to pay for our soda machine for the year. Yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> Yeah, I I love it when players are tired of paying for their own sodas. When Billy Bean and Ron Washington, who was like one of my all time favorite managers, because he got busted doing cocaine as an old man, but like he they're there with uh, Scott Hatterberg, and he's like, hey, playing first base isn't hard. Tell him Wash, and he's like, it is incredibly it's hard. Really hard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, the the only reason you love Ron Washington, he has the worst clap I've ever seen. Oh. Man, he has got this weird. Like demonstrative, like I, I just remember watching him in the World Series, and he had this like very strange clap that I could never. Well, get I, out of I my also mind. love him because he managed the Rangers that time the Orioles beat them in that wild card game. Uh, yeah, yeah, you got to bring that up. So still hurts. So I do have no, some questions no. That's when the Orioles, Orioles beat won. them in the wild card game. Oh, oh yeah, the oh, first time yeah. they made the playoffs in forever. Yeah, that's right. So the old guys. You're thinking of when the Orioles lost the Blue Jays. Yeah, that's what yeah. Yeah, when we were all. Joe Alter said, I, I have the best reliever in baseball. Umbaldo Let's not yeah. put him in yeah. the game. You and I Did were we? at a floor when that all happened. All four of us were at a Buffalo Wildwoods. And all left very sad. Well, that was also the game where they didn't someone throw a beer at uh, who's the center fielder? Adam Jones, yeah. No, was it Jones? Okay. Yeah. Um. So anyway. Uh, I love Moneyball, but the, the scene where they're sitting around the table and all the scouts are talking, are those all actual, like, you just, this one guy you're saying, this guy Washington, was he actually, like, a, he was actually a manager? Ron, Ron, Ron Washington, yeah. yeah, he was the manager Player of the Rangers. And a manager, The yeah. guy that, that was actually in the movie, or the guy that he no, was No, no, no. Oh, 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 okay, okay, got it. Those guys are all, I, I don't know who they were. A bunch of old men talking about swings and good looks. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think it's like like draft day had a bunch of like real people like scattered like real NFL people like scattered in it. I don't think Moneyball was like that. So the Bobby Kotick thing, I looked that up. I was curious, I couldn't figure out why the hell he was in this movie. And apparently the director brought him the script. He's like, how would an owner react to this? He like did like a line read about it. Oh, like, no, he, he needed to get in the mind of a rich asshole. What? Yeah, he's like, he's like, okay. you know what? You're a perfect rich asshole. You do it. So he had Bobby Kotick though. Well, did you explain to the people? Who- oh, the good folks. Of- so Bobby Kotick is the CEO of Activision Blizzard who is uh, embattled right now for having, I don't know, jerk-off parties in hotel rooms well, or something. One of the things he's being yelled at about, yeah. But uh, yeah. I, at first I thought I was like, I was like, does Bob kind of own the Oakland A's? Like, I thought they had him on there because they actually owned them. Probably could. Activision's uh, yeah. got a lot of money. Yeah, yeah then they got a $280 million tax rebate last year. Yeah, yeah you got to love it. Um, so, yeah, I love that. Uh, I watched a documentary <laughs> called uh, A Shot in the Dark about this. It's about Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, it's about this... this um, Blind, legally blind high school wrestler. Oh shit! It was actually yeah, I, I love like I don't know. Sp- apparently, I love sports documentaries, and it's really good. I highly recommend it. The guy's name sports doc- documentaries. Ironically, you don't like sports. Weird, isn't it? I like the people <laughs> in sports. Yeah, you do. I, like but I, I, hate, I hate this bar, but you know, I, love I love this, this drink. drink. <laughs> I like the human stories, but it's about this guy Anthony Ferraro. Um. It, it's a cool documentary. Uh, I mean, like, I feel like, you know, I, I've had this discussion with a lot of people that aren't, like, really into sports, but then they, like, get into, like, specific moments in sports. The, I think one of the things about sports is, like, you get invested in the personalities behind, you know, in football behind the helmet. Yeah. But, like, you know, there is, there's always human drama. That's why, like, so many sports movies that we watch. Well, it's also, too, like, like, at the very, like, you almost every person has had some experience in sports. Like, you know, you're watching a documentary about some astronauts. Like, oh, I've never flown a plane or any of that shit, but like everybody's right. caught a ball before, you know what I mean? Like you have right. at least the most base connection with what's going on. That's a good yeah. point. But I mean, it, it's really interesting. Is it, it follows this kid in his senior year of high school and talking about how it, when you're like legally blind, this is one of the few sports that you can participate in because your vision isn't really that necessary. Well, it's true because you're so close. Yeah. There's a lot of a, rules about having to like maintain contact. So like when they ref it, like they like people like like people will try and like cheat him by like trying to break away, and like he's just like he's feeling around the ring, like he doesn't know where anyone. Right. So they have to like bring him people back in, but he could like get seriously hurt or blindsided. And then the other eighty percent of the documentary yeah. is him tripping over camera cables. Yeah, that is definitely a sport I know nothing about, like collegiate wrestling. Like, no, oh, man. but it's a cool, it's a, it's a cool documentary. And the guys, uh, I, I only watch it because I end up following the guy on Instagram because he does all sorts of crazy shit. Like, he, he can skateboard blind. Like, he's figure, like he goes around like a skate park with his cane and like he can like grind rails. I'm like, I can't fucking do that. That's awesome. I mean, my vision's What's crap. What's his guy's name? So his name's Anthony Ferraro. So he's like a daredevil. Yeah, he's daredevil. <laughs> like, like, he seems like a really good dude. Um. And then the last thing I watch is uh, is something I've watched before. I realized, uh, and which I think might be my favorite Wes Anderson movie, which is the Grand Budapest Hotel. Well, you can only tell this to me because we're in a room of Re- Wes Anderson haters. Which, yeah, the best Wes Anderson movie is Isle of Dogs. A blank disc. I guess Isle of Dogs. Did you see? But Grand, it's still too long. Do you see Grand Budapest Hotel? Nope. Fuck so, no. It's it's a great movie. I I, I I do. I absolutely love that movie. Like I just like Ray Fiennes is so everyone's good, but Ray Fiennes, the guy lobby the lobby boy zero. It's yeah, Flash from Spider Man. Yeah, he's great. Um. Oh well, now I'll watch it. It's uh, it's really good. Uh, yeah, it's Joe Mangianello. <laughs> <laughs> that flat. I, I I'm a big fan. Oh, shoot, that was Joe. 
Um, yeah, that movie. There's something about that movie. And I was watching. I haven't watched it in a while. And I don't know if all Wes Anderson movies do this. And I don't know if I'm saying this correctly. Go ahead. But all, all the shots, shots are symmetrical. Yes. Well, not, <laughs> well, not, not symmetrical, but like everything like I mean, moves. Not, not in all of his movies, but in that movie specifically, I mean, he changes aspect ratio like between scenes. But not even the symmetrical thing. Like all the action is either moving. It's all at ninety degrees. You're either moving right into the screen. Right out of the screen, well, yeah. dead left, dead right. But that goes yeah. again. That goes to like how he shot. Like again, the the aspect ratio in the shots changes in that movie. But it, it, it's not all of his movies. But it's definitely something that is in that movie. Because again, the whole movie is supposed to be about that hotel. So everything is kind of in the confines of that hotel. Correct. It's a little like. I, like go ahead. I can see why that would be interesting, but whenever a movie changes an aspect ratio, and usually it's by accident, and usually it seems to happen when parts of it are shot in 70 and parts aren't, like it happens in Christopher Nolan movies a lot. Like yeah, I get problems, super yeah. distracted immediately. Like it's like I just like I can't not notice it. I, it works. I think it works in that movie because again, it's all, it's very intentional. Like, yeah, I mean, he. It, and pretentious. My favorite part of that movie is when I think it's, I think it's Jeff Goldblum. He gets his door shut and oh, his fingers, fingers get fall off. off. Yeah. Like, but they fall off in like the funniest way possible. Like, I'm really mad I haven't seen the French Dispatch yet, and a good torrent hasn't showed up because that's like his new movie, and I hear it's really good. Also, I think F. Murray Abraham looks like old Anthony. I could totally see that. <laughs> also, F. Murray Abraham is still like the funniest actor name because it just sounds, Murray it just sounds like a guy that really doesn't like Murray Abraham. Yep. But uh, that's it. That's everything. But that I think that's just me, re- like retreating back to my old Howard Stern days when, like, people used to just be like F Jackie, F whoever. Yeah. It was like that was like that was every caller used to just name a character on the show and be like F Crackhead Bob or whatever. Hey, TJ, this has nothing to do with anything. But is uh, the band uh, every time I Stern. is every time I die a good band? Uh yes and no. Okay. I love a lot of their music. I don't really care for their new album, but yes, overall, okay. why? Just curious. Because uh, are you talking the, because Andy, the one guy is the wrestler? Yeah, Andy from Andy from Every Time I Die is the Blade in yeah. uh, AEW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was asking. Were you thinking of buying their album? Are you buy curious? <laughs> I like I like a lot of their music, and also I've actually met like. I've talked to Andy. Like I, I was at a show at the Ram, at Ramshead Live, and he was like the nicest guy. He was so cool. Well, heads up, just, we're sending every time I die to your house to deliver yet another McFlurry. Oh yeah, he was so like I'll never forget because you know, like he's a he's like our age, and I remember like he had this he had a guitar in uh, one of the guitar magazines, and it was like you remember Paul Frank, you remember like the With the monkey, monkey face. Yeah. So he had this guitar made up. That was the monkey and like a cartoon version of his face, and it said "best friends." And he was at their merch table, and I was like, "Do you have the Paul Frank guitar here?" He's like, "Yeah, you want to see it?" I was like, "Fuck yeah, I want to see it!" <laughs> and I remember like he showed it to me. He took me backstage, showed me the fucking guitar, and then he goes, "He goes, you seem to be a guy that's into like our old stuff. So when when we say we're gonna play some old school stuff, you're gonna be upset." And I was like, "Dude, yeah, that's hilarious!" <laughs> like he was, I don't know, I. I I, I, they're like Mastodon. They're a band okay. where, like, it doesn't gotcha. matter, like, what stuff they put out that I don't like. I like them overall so much. It doesn't They've got matter. They've got enough gravitas. Yeah, it, it doesn't. They've put out enough good stuff where it's like their new album is kind of meh, but I overall, I'm a big fan of them. I will, I will see them if they come around here live. I will always go. 
Mm. Well, he that guy is very big. It, well, he wasn't that big when I oh. met him, but he's definitely huge now. And he is like seems like a really genuinely nice person. So he's like, this isn't the Paul Frank guitar. This is the Lisa Frank guitar. It just has a bunch of rainbows <laughs> and shit on. He would probably have one of those too. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm a big fan. But anyway, um, I also like uh, Wes Anderson movies, which. Okay, I will yeah. defend my dying day. I'm a huge fan of all of his. Well, he because you're a, a pretentious like. fuck. That's why. Well, yeah, but like, I don't even think his movies are that pretentious. Like, I think mm. they're in general. I think they're like really sweet. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. There's something about his movies that I, I, they are I, they I, are artsy for artsy's sake. But they're not I, like they're, well, they're artsy for like dummies. I like. I think I've made not, this point a million times, but it's just a bunch of movies about rich kids whose parents don't hug them enough, and it's like I got it the first four times. I don't know. Like, I I think there's there's more to it than that. But I I wouldn't even call his movies artsy. Like, artsy is like like he's not Alejandro Jodorowsky. Like, I don't know. Whatever. I mean, I love I love him. So I don't I don't know. It's, what's it's fine. Let's move on uh, to our feature presentation. The most artsiest filmmaker, Zack Snyder. <laughs> Three hundred. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I have to pee. The most artsiest. I'm gonna I'm gonna sneak away while Zach would, you. Zach would probably agree. Zack Snyder's shining achievement. Yeah, visionary director, Zack Snyder. Is, 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 I'll, I'll pose a question to the room. Is Zack Snyder our dumbest filmmaker? Like, yes. I, I, I'm, I'm wondering about this movie, right? So, like, before I guess we get into the plot, everyone knows the plot of 300. But What's before the we plot? get into <laughs> It's just a beef, just a beef wall. Yeah. It goes up against another beef it, it's, wall. It's, it's like like they... Hold on. Pause, pause, Sean. We Go don't ahead. do this very often. Sean, you tell us what happened in this movie. <laughs> Oh, okay. It opens up with a guy narrating a story because that's the way it happened in a comic book. So he over explains everything that's happening in the scene about throwing babies in the pits to fight uh, Jon Snow's dog. And then that baby grows up to be a king. The king finds out that there's brown people invading his country. He takes 300 dudes with him. Uh, He calls everybody gay. They make a wall out of 9 million corpses and then he's killed by arrows. Yeah, is that's that, about right. Is that about it? Yeah, yeah. There's a little more back and forth and nuance <laughs> to it, but yeah, that's 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 effectively it. Yes, you missed the killing of all the emissaries, right? Lots oh, of yeah. messengers get got. Lots yeah. of lots of lots of queens get dequeened. There's uh, a <laughs> there's a uh, there's some interesting old like lepers with an oracle doing God knows what. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's just it's just a big old. Well, every time there's a woman in this movie, she's there as a rape device. Like it is there to be sexually assaulted in some yeah, way no, or another. They're just it's they're just objects in this movie. It's very yeah. This movie doesn't have a lot of nuance. It's not progressive. No, and that's and that's the thing. Like, um, and I don't expect it to be everything to be like progressive. This isn't like the 2021 thing. But like, my opinion on Frank Miller is very convoluted because like. I don't. If you go back and look at everything he wrote as satire, then he's like a genius, right? Like it's the funniest shit ever. But is it serious? Is like I think like the Dark Knight Returns is not a satire, but I think the Dark Knight Strikes Again is trying to be and failing. I don't know if this is because like reading interviews later with him, he understands that like th- what the Spartans are are not at all what he portrayed in the book. Yeah. Yeah. But like, and and like I, I I understand again that it's a 
it's a story and it's meant to be dramatic, but like so many plot points are totally antithetical to what actually happened then that, and I understand again, it's a, a unreliable narrator, but the way that trope falls apart in this movie is the narrator is telling the story to other Spartans that not like a hundred years from now, like a week later and everybody goes along with it, even though it's like, you know, oh, us free men, when in reality, the Spartans for every like soldier they had had like three slaves with them. And well, yeah, but, like, aren't aren't the Spartans like the mo- the ones that are you're telling it three weeks later, like they're the most like susceptible to believing all this bullshit. One a year, it doesn't matter. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, like they're they're well, yeah, buying I, into I, this already. Right. Like, but what I'm all... saying is it it wasn't like to God's point. It wasn't like, you know, this is a, a story being told to ge- 10 generations from now that had no uh, idea. Sure, you know what right. I mean? Like they would be like, uh, bro, what happened? Why didn't, where are their slaves? Like what happened? Like, why didn't you bring your slaves? That's just stupid. You know what I mean? You're telling people that like are acutely aware of the goings on. They should have and- done, done this movie just like the beginning of the princess bride where Columbo is telling the story of the 300. Yeah. Yeah. to uh, the kid from The Wonder Years. Yeah, exactly. The framing device doesn't work as an unreliable narrator because he's telling the tale to people that were around for when it happened. Dude, Spartan Peter Falk. But, that, but, but the framing device be, by the end of the movie is supposed to inspire like hundreds and thousands of more Spartans to die in the right. same way. So it kind of works. Like It's propaganda. In the confines of its own narrative. Like, it doesn't work to the audience. I agree. Like, like I, it's structurally, I, it doesn't work. You know what I mean? Like, from, like, a like a writing craft perspective, like, it doesn't work at all. But, like, well, I, I, get, I guess my question is, like, is Frank Miller, like, I don't want to say he's, like, a fascist, but does he have no, fascist he leanings? Or is yeah. this satire or both or what? And uh, question B, if it is satire, there's no way that Zack Snyder understands that because he's a big idiot as we've seen from his like interpretation of Watchmen so like is Zack Snyder unintentionally making a like right wing propaganda film Zack Snyder has go ahead Garson I'm going to say that uh, Frank Miller is most likely uh, if not a fascist fascist leaning yeah if Frank Miller was our age he would be like a reddit debate lord like incel right like 100% he'd be like Richard Spencer yeah but like with like better pens but like the uh and and to your second point yeah for for the drawings of stuff oh wow I didn't get that but the um you're into comic you're a comic guy yeah yeah you know pens yeah I know pens um Chris Penn (laughs) Sean um the second point on pen yeah big fan you should name all your pens after the pen brothers both of them well just two i only have two pens um two pens two. I, I, my best one would be chris thank you very much you big fat magic marker yeah because um, the wrong pen died amen so then to your sick that died to your no, sick chris pen did uh, yeah shit. and sean sucks mm. yeah hey about uh, this is off topic you want to cringe your fucking eyeballs out watch Google. milk no, well, yeah, but Google Sean Penn, Chris Rock. There's this weird, like, short film that they made where, like, Sean Penn is, like, the hyper-liberal and Chris Rock, or uh, Chris Rock, Kid Rock is Kid Rock, and he's, like, they're talking, they're like, oh, you're a fucking Obama-loving, blah, 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 and then, like, 
Sean Penn's like, oh, you're a redneck racist, blah, blah, blah. But then the news of Benghazi comes out and they like have a cry and they're like, America's great. It's like the cringiest shit I've ever seen. Like, did anybody know anything about Benghazi prior to the election? Like, did I don't recall hearing that story on the news. I still (laughs) want somebody's rap name to be Benghazi. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But. And well, to your second point, sorry, Sean. Sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. There's no way that Zack Snyder is smart enough no. to turn this into. He made he made, so. And when we were watching the movie, I, I was asking, I was like, "Is like is is what's bad about this movie like kind of the way that the Matrix has been appropriated by like like Proud Boys and Three Percenters, like all well, of I'm the gonna I'm gonna stuff. say it's not because like the Matrix was not intentionally that way. It was appropriate. This movie is intentionally pro eugenics. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's not yeah. subtle about it at all. Well no, it opens with a eugenics scene. Yeah. Like it's not and and no and Zack Snyder lacks any sense nuance. of making is yeah this is not this is not paul verhoven starship troopers That's, like i'm glad you brought that up because that was like a point i wanted to make about like if this is supposed to be satire also no. um like Zack snyder isn't sure what's gay or not so like and i, I know this this has something to do with the book too although i haven't read that comic book since probably five years before the movie came out and i haven't seen the movie almost since it came out but like so Xerxes is coded super gay, and when they go to his uh, Crow City of Angels fuck palace, Hell yeah. everything that's going on there is super gay, so that's bad. But everything the Spartans do is somehow even gayer, but that's <laughs> masculine because they're white? I don't know. I don't know how he doesn't like see. And also, like the Spartans were like huge no, pederasts, like everybody else in Greece was. You know what I mean? Like being, that was just being gay. They're being gay to the death. And there's right. honor there. Yeah, like they, there's they, there, there, the Xerxes people want to fuck each other, whereas the Spartans want to just fuck death. Yeah, it's cowardice. Because like, you know how straight dudes hang out and share apples amongst each other. And is there anything oh, yeah. gayer than going into battle with no clothes but a cape so long that you have to step over it? Well, in the in the, the true sense, I'm pretty sure they were nude when they went into battle. No, nah, they wore armor. Oh, damn. They wore like full ass armor. They were naked, like in like Olympics and like shit like that. But they, when they went Hell to yeah. battle, no, they wore like wrestling each other. Hell yeah. You're going to Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lance, you were trying to oil me up. And that's not really cool. <laughs> um, so it was just, right? it's, I mean, it's not boring. It is um, so much fun. Like, yeah. I, like, I agree. It's funny because I agree with everything Sean said, but I was like, Completely entertained the entire time. 100%. Like I mean, if I it's, it's my brain Chinatown off power, compared to every yeah. other movie he's made. You know what I mean? Like, I don't oh, think yeah. it's even arguable. But again, like his two best best movies are probably this and Watchmen, I guess. And both of them rely on source material by two of like the greatest authors in the medium. You know what I mean? Yeah, but also I think like, and we talked about this, Alec and Gogs and I talked about this while we were watching the movie. But, like, his ramp up and slow down, which became, you know, his signature in this movie, it works. Yeah. Because well, it, speed- feels, it feels like appropriate and it feels creative. Well, there's a scene like, where, where I think Leonidas is running with the helmet on and they do that kind of whip pan uh, speed yeah. ramp. And, I, and I'm pro speed ramp all the way. Like, I, even to this day, like, I'm pro speed ramp. But like it looks like the cover of the hard the hardcover of three hundred yeah. with the cape yep. flowing. It's a great shot. 
and they're but, doing like push-ins and they're doing yeah. like they're doing different shit which he stopped doing like i think i, I don't know as i was again like it, it's so hard to watch this movie because like i can't watch this movie in a vacuum i watch yeah. this movie with the foreknowledge of what he became yeah and like it's like i feel like watching this movie it's like Oh, this shit is like really creative. Like this is interesting. Like this, he this never is, grew out of this movie. This is, sounds insane if you don't know the rest of his career, but this is a very restrained and contemplative Zack Snyder as far as filming goes. It's, it's even like even for like for the fact he would well as uh, never mind. So to your point, Sean, he right, he's like he's feeling himself out yet and he doesn't have all of the there it is he doesn't what, have what all of the like he he isn't he, he's not up his own ass yet because he's like he's trying stuff with wow it's like over the top and grandiose that you're right there's like some art and some restraint and some i won't call it nuance he's like he fell into nuance in some areas um but then later he took the stuff that worked in this because everybody praised him for it and to, to TJ's point, he just just battered that home. Well, I th- yeah. <laughs> Can't get any more blood out of this rock. No, well, I think like, like you like you guys like speed ramps. This is we'll all the speed ramps in the world. We're gonna speed um, ramp the credits. I think it, TJ might have a better handle on this, but I think part of the reason that works in this is because, like, if I remember right, the three hundred graphic novel has like almost no background. It's like very sparse and open, yeah. so like it kind of well, lends it to what he's like, doing. And it's only like thirty pages long. Yeah, Alec Alec brought this up while like we're watching. That it. is like it's like the it's like a comic. Yeah, it's very short. Like all the stuff they add with uh, uh, Lena Headley and all that. Like, like that's like, all added. All, like that's, all the most boringest parts. That part is not it. The comic is really just the fight. Like it yeah. is three issues. I think it's three issues. It's very short of just the fight. Like it is very very short now. And and I will you know again I I I'm not going to tell you I'm not a Frank Miller mark because I am like I yeah. Frank Miller is like one of my biggest artistic influences in my entire life. Oh, I I really like all like most of his work up until like Holy Terror or whatever. Even like I even yeah. have like some affection for Dark Knight Strikes Back and his Daredevil is like some of my favorite shit ever. But uh, his Daredevil is like perfect. But yeah. like I will say that like when he was drawing three hundred like artistically he was still like really on top of his game and like i think this movie benefits and sean said earlier like this movie benefits because frank miller is such a good writer and i would agree with that but i also think like visually it, it helps because like frank miller's weird fascination with like piercings and like how the persians look in this movie that's yeah. all how he drew them. Yeah, man, that guy does yeah. love a piercing. Like he does. All, like yeah. Frank Miller draws like eight thousand piercings and all those weird like facial face mask kind of things that he yeah. that they do with the super dark eyes, the hard nine. Well, that, that's helmet. the part of the unreliable narrator shit that like I think works because he's telling the story about these monstrous men it's they a fought. Fantasy. Like, yeah, yeah, but what I'm saying is like you can't do that and then also be like. Oh yeah, and we didn't have any slaves, and there were only like eight guys from Athens with us, even though there were like several thousand. And like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, that's the right. kind of shit. Yeah, you're right. But I also think like this movie is a movie for dum dumb. So it like they don't. <laughs> this movie, like, I don't. Well, honestly, like, dude, I don't think that this movie is meant to be 
you're not meant to think about this movie for more than about four seconds. This is world yeah. history on nitrous. Yeah, this is not like <laughs> they, they, like there is no thought into making this like accurate. This well, is like I think that's that's the, the, we? that's the issue though because like if you if you just said this is a story about King Stalmanopolis or whatever in Greece, it's like okay, but you you buy like you know patterning it after something that actually happened. You're making right. me like you know think about the things that actually happened and then it makes it like at least for me like it's i find it super distracting well you're right i mean like we all talked about it like well, over here all like like xerxes actually like brought about like a renaissance in that era yeah. like he brought about like cities and libraries and like literacy and the, and and the spartans actually allied with the persians to fight the athenians you know what i mean like yeah, there's yeah, a lot yeah. of yeah but it doesn't also, make a great Movie. Did you know like, that the the Spartans had two kings all the time? So just in case one was off fighting, the other one would be ruling the country. So you wouldn't have any of that like goofball political intrigue that's in oh, this I movie. Didn't, no, I didn't know that. Oh, man, yeah. imagine being the pansy king who got left behind. The vice king. Base. That's the king I want to be. It's like being the yeah. fucking backup punter. That's like Joe Biden. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. Yeah, he's getting his checked out. He's, 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 he's back in Sparta raising gas prices. Personally, yeah, right. oh my god. What do you think inflation was like in Sparta under the Leonidas era? Well, I bet it was none. I don't think they invented inflation. No, you know why? Mm. Free people. Oh well, shit. They're, they're too busy throating children to yeah. like, had, worry about economics. Fucking, they had their Xerxes books. See, now that's <laughs> that's that's. <laughs> Now, if you're pro-choice and your choice is to yeet the kid into the cavern or not, that's pro-choice. Which yeah. also apparently didn't happen like ever, but oh, of course, it's it's, it's good for a story. You know, you know who loved the story of Thermopylae and the three hundred mm. Hitler. Like oh, apparently, yeah, he was a humongous fan. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, he loved all that shit. He liked all the the fucking Norse this shit as well. Made the trains run on time. That um, was Mussolini, but. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but you know they were friends. Yeah, <laughs> they were friends. Um, they were I don't co-workers. know. What else do we have to say about this movie, Alex? Fascism. What do you got to say about this movie? Yeah, do you think uh, Frank Miller's a fascist? I honestly don't know enough about Frank Miller to to say that, but I agree with Sean because he's way smarter than me. So yeah, I'll stop is it. He, is he? Oh, nah, I, I wouldn't he's, say he's so. Smaller than you. If I. Don't understand memes you guys post. I assume you're smarter than me. No, oh God, no, no. This me and Sean swim in deep water. <laughs> <laughs> it just means you're not like a fucking like just degenerate. If you yeah, don't get the not, memes, you're not. You actually have a life, and you're not criminally online like me and Sean. You're not I home like trying to murder Stephen Crowder, like. Yeah, yeah I, I, mean, I send Sean videos that literally like forty people are like, "Yeah, that's fucked up." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this movie like it it spawned a generation of people running through mud and thinking that they're. Oh, is the this responsible for the tough race. mudder thing? Is that how that came up? Well, they have like the actual like Spartan race or yeah, Spartan shit. thing now, and it's I'm. The the logo for it is literally Leonardo Leonardo's Leonardo. <laughs> Leonardo shows up in this. Oh yeah, he's the leader. Xerxes comes out of his his hut for the first time, and it's Leonardo. Um, become part of that. Yeah, they literally have like ra- races, like uh, not triathlons. No, they do dumb almost, shit. It is, it is kind of like a tough mutter, I think. You carry a log. Yeah, she, you like, jump a they wall. Call, like, they call like the Spartan games, and it's like the. Oh, God. aggro meathead 
douchebags that you would think do it. Do you punch it. an immigrant. Oh yeah, they like come to work the next Monday, like all sore, like oh bro, you wouldn't believe it, like that kind of thing. Yeah, be like bitch. Yeah. Well, I was working all weekend, like yeah. adult football enthusiasts. <laughs> <laughs> also, can oh. anybody see Xerxes in this movie without thinking of South Park? Because like it, that's been ruined for me forever. Oh, with the scissors. Yeah. yeah. I just think of Love Actually whenever I see him. Yeah. Oh shit. It still blows my mind that the guy that plays Xerxes is like a five foot six like Spanish guy. I forget. Oh, he's handsome. Very handsome with delicate features, man. You can tell he's handsome in this movie. I forget that Fastbender was in this movie. I was like, oh, we all did that. We all did that. Yeah. When he showed up, I was like, holy shit. This was the first Fastbender movie I remember. Like, I I never saw him in anything else before this. And he's outstanding. He's really good in this. Yeah, yeah. He, like I don't think there's a any bad per. Well, the the senator guy's a little arch, but the, oh, I guess the whole movie's kind of arch. I think Gerard I mean, Butler's like a lot of fun in the movie. Like Gerard I, Butler's great in it. Yeah, Dominic. You're talking about Dominic, Dominic West Cooper or West. Dominic West? Yeah, Dominic yeah. Cooper. I, you know who I like, and it's the guy that played. Um, it's the guy that played Night Owl in uh, Watchmen. Like I like that guy a lot. Patrick Wilson. Is that his? No, no, no. The, the the guy, the old, oh, you're talking about Night Owl. Abe Lincoln. Yeah, that's what I said. Did you say Abe Lincoln? <laughs> I said Lincoln. he looked like old Lincoln in this movie. No, I like his, that actor. Though. His beard was guy. so real that it looked fake. You know what I mean? I was yeah, like, yeah. but even like, the senators are swole in this movie. This movie, like, is I don't know. Like, well, you're talking speed ramps. So I have to bring this up. There's so much slow motion in this movie that like would look way cooler if it was just in regular motion and then a couple speed ramps, but like some of the slow motion makes the sword shit look really bad, but it's just like here and there. But like the, there's always that, that great shot of the fucking, the, all the arrows coming in. Like there's a lot of iconic shit in this movie. You know what I mean? There's all those quotable lines. Like there's so many lines that you just hear repeated. Well, like this movie spawned like a million spoofs. Yeah. Yeah. And like every other, but this is almost like to the level of the matrix. Like yeah, like the most famous other shit it spawned off in worse, worse comedies and worse other movies. Well, the other thing I think that what's the what's the most famous line from this movie? The um, what is it? It's a fucking oh, why don't you finish with your mouth what you started with your fingers? Which is like the most cringe thing I've ever heard in my life. Don't even remember remember that one. Yeah, well, you have says he doesn't either. That's right before you get to see her tits. How can you not remember that? Oh, but wait! Oh, wait! Oh, was that between uh, Circe and Leonidas? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. All the thieves that weren't uh, right, <laughs> exactly. Also, yeah. Also, said, uh, Lena Lena Headley is uh, high in the Sean wheelhouse, I'd imagine, right? Oh, one hundred percent. A hot take. My favorite, like not favorite, but like most fuckable Lena Headley, Dread. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and for what it's worth, I think Lena Headley is really good in this movie she too. Is. Yeah, the part sucks though. The part's not great, but she's good in it. Like, yeah. and I and it's funny because it, you know, um, something that I want to touch on before we get into like our, our final uh, judgments or whatever. But so Gog's put on the poverty disc for this movie because uh, we we're having problems with the Plex. Yeah, so um, I rented it on Amazon. I don't know what's going on with my Plex. I don't know what. I'm sorry about that, but uh, probably anyway, the FBI. 
Probably, yeah. But uh, anyway, so we had to watch the DVD, and we were forced to watch a bunch of trailers, and oh, they no. were hilarious. Uh, uh, one of them was for the PSP 300 game, which looks absolutely terrible. Did you guys ever play the cell phone mobile game for 300? Because that shit was awesome. Like, you just moved no, the phalanx no. around everywhere. Oh, no, that was I, sick. I know. It looked, the, the PSP game looked really bad. But it was just through me, like the whole thing that like made me feel super old. And I was like, when we were watching this movie, I was like, oh, Lena Headley was in this before <laughs> Game of Thrones. Like this was probably a big yeah. reason she got Cersei. Bro, this movie came out in two thousand six. I yeah. know it's crazy. <laughs> movie, this movie can almost drive. Um, it's fucking nuts, but she's really good in it. I thought I I really like her in general, but I thought she was good in this movie. And and Sean's right, the part is not great, but I felt like she elevated the part. Like this movie, uh, like I would flat out love this movie if it didn't have any of the scenes that weren't just them out in the field fighting. You know what I mean? Because that's like I can give a fuck about anything else that's going on. And like straight and the, the comic book, you just yeah. you literally just want the comic book. Yeah, yeah, I don't need the Oracle getting licked and shit. Like what? Yeah. I, okay, <laughs> you don't All need right. it. But you're glad yeah. to have it. Yeah, also, like, we want to talk about Zack Snyder's uh, visual flair. Like, the scene with the Oracle is cool because she's, like, shot underwater, so she yeah. looks weird. Like, that was fun. Like, there's a really I, there's a really good shot. Like, it's not, like, a big part of the movie, but when um the emissary, like, they, he shoots it almost laying down so the guy looks like he's 100 feet tall, like, standing over the second emissary, not the first one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of like interesting camera moves in this. There's even like a a faux wipe where it's kind of like a whip pan that goes from like the palace to the the Leonidas out in the field, but it's a slow kind of drag across the screen. It was interesting. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what this guy ended up making, and then <laughs> then you watch his movies and you're like, oh shit, this is gonna be a this is gonna be a promising young director. Well, it, you know, it. it I honestly, well, that's how he got the visionary director fucking tag was from Jack this. Snyder, yeah, yeah. Well, what's well the, even even back then he directed Dawn of the Dead, which then we all loved. Yeah, yeah. And then this, and I think Watchmen was next. It was the Owl movie. Well, I think, no, it I think it was Man of Steel. No, Man Watchmen. of Steel was after. Watchmen was like 2009. I remember when he got announced to do, I guess it was Watchmen. I was really excited. And then Same. it was like, oh. Well, I thought that trailer fucking ruled. Like, because yeah. it was just like the the comedian oh. getting thrown out the window and like, you know, not all the shit leading up to it. Please, guys, type more. That doesn't get picked up by the mic it at won't. all. It totally does. Who's Zach Schnitzer? S N Y. Oh my God! Doc just googled in IMDb. Who is Zach Schnitzer? Schneider. 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 Well, God's is doing his homework over there. Like, is serious question though? Is Zach Snyder aware how homoerotic this movie is, or not? No, he's not. Right. I don't think Zack Snyder has any awareness beyond surface level of any of his films. I mean, right, like, but, but my I thing is, bet, like, this is very surface level gay, point no. blank, you know what I mean? I would bet he directed this, not realizing it, and then when it was, like, in the can and done, watched <laughs> it and been like, oh, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. 
And it's like, no, don't worry like, about it. This shit's going out now. So did he? Did he see it? Did he see it in the can? And then he had to direct that sex scene between him, between Gerard Buttcheeks and Cersei, where it's like totally unnecessary. But he's like, we gotta fucking straighten this movie up. Yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Gerard, get back over here. Yeah. We, got, we got one more scene. I mean, go. don't get me wrong. I love seeing Lena Headley's boobs, but like, yeah. that scene is so unneeded, like completely. It's like, why is it even in there? One of the hot gates. Oh yeah, he's definitely in the hot gates. Isn't there a porn actress named Hot Gates? There, there is a, and she needs okay. to be Greek. But um, oh no, never mind. That was in the Dark Knight Strikes Again. That there was a porno actress named Hot Gates. That tracks actually. Mm. But um, yeah, like it's it's just so funny that like again the the villains are portrayed as gay and bad, but the heroes are all like even gayer. But he doesn't realize it, like. I, 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 it blows my they're, mind. They're like, not, what they're not effeminate gay, they're right, gay. yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, Xerxes is like gay, yeah, they're <laughs> long cabin Republicans, like, they're, 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 yeah, we like, don't, we don't bang boys, we bang men, yeah, like, how do we communicate that Xerxes is gay? Like, I don't know, put so much jewelry on him, it sounds like the front porch of a Wiccan bookstore when the wind blows, <laughs> like, it's fucking, he's so jangly. That part mm. is great. Like that guy kills it in that part. He does a really good job. Yeah, yeah, I have to say, like that actor does a great job. Also, the scene where he's introduced, where he well, which actually again, fuck physical media because Gogs's DVD crapped out on us. But like that scene where his like, uh, help me out, throne, his throne oh, shows is, up. And, yeah. and it's like carried by like forty thousand men yeah it looks like the god emperor of dune i mean it looks awesome that that is such and again that thank you frank miller because that's right from the comics like that's a great visual like that looks it's also like uh you know it's not for nothing it's pretty amazing that he's able to shoot that scene with that guy looking like he's eight or nine feet tall and it doesn't look goofy you know no, what I mean? No, it doesn't. I, I would say that most, like most of the visual effects in this movie, really work. Like, Except, there's a lot of. I, I meant to bring it up. I'm sorry earlier. Uh, Zack Snyder's penchant for having CG animals that look terrible when yeah, that the wolf looks really yeah. dumb, and the fucking rhinoceros. That, but but I thought that uh, a field tease or whatever the 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 mutant guy, I thought he looked yeah. really good. Not John. Well, that's practical, only... right? Yeah, but yeah. It, like makeup, yeah. Great. And like again, like they did a great job duplicating. Dude, that guy was like, jacked, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they did a great job, like duplicating Frank Miller's drawing, because even his helmet is stuck on his head the way Frank Miller drew it, which physically doesn't kind of work, but like in the drawing, it works. You yeah. know, because like the helmet is like perfectly situated between his head and his neck, but like yeah. that would situate itself like that. Like you know what I mean? Think that, about it. The dude worked out his yeah. hump. You know what I mean. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Alec knows what I mean. I got you. <laughs> I don't. Gogs doesn't get. Gogs doesn't understand physics. I don't understand anatomy. I don't understand yeah. a lot of things. That is true. I've seen your body. It's weird. He <laughs> <laughs> assembled it himself. Yeah. <laughs> Gogs, Gogs exists. I showed up in a box and I threw away the instructions. Gogs, it's, 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 it's my friend, Mister McGreg. What the hell is Lake Grill? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into five knuckle shuffles. Like this will be interesting. I'm really excited to hear this. Well, well, Sean, uh, seven. I guess higher than I expected. All right, yeah. I thought you could be sub five. 
Well, no, but like emotionally, I hate this movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I hate everything about it. And it's like, an abusive the, spouse. This is well. It's a separate the art from the artist. Even though, like, the art and the artist are both kind of involved in this. Like, if I recall, like the again the book because mostly the fights. The book is somehow less like right leaning and fascist than the movie is because it had to add all that shit in it. And I don't remember. And again, you guys would be able to correct me, like the weird queer panic in the book that there is in the movie. I don't remember it in the comic as much. Like, I don't think they have as much time to get into it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But like, it's 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 not boring. It's the least Zack Snydery of most of all of his movies like i don't know like i don't know if it's a a thing where somebody was over top of him like no calm down no bring it back or it was a a function of money or what it was but like again (laughs) this sounds insane it's a it's it's a very like low-key Zack snyder movie and the fucking the garish color timing in it kind of works in a way that it doesn't work uh in things i guess because it's like all in old timey days and it's like i don't really know what that looks like but i know what a a city street looks like so when you fuck the color timing all up it's like distracting does that make sense yeah no it it makes total sense because that's what i was looking at the whole time it kind of works like everything is like on a green screen and sandy and weird so it's like yeah whatever like do whatever you want it's also the story it's a story being told so it wants to have this fantasy non-realistic it's got this, this, this unrealism to it i do have a nostalgia for this movie and sin city even though they're like a couple years apart but still like within the same kind of era because it's like oh weird dark horse comic books they're being made into movies that's fun like Get i like that for, it, 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 i i really think that sin city is going to be my birthday pick because i'm dying to rewatch that movie in the yeah. with the lens of the show i right. I, I gotta know what that is but uh yeah like i, I can't like sign off on anything frank miller says or does even though i do enjoy his work he's uh, softened up a lot recently I, yeah, I'm he, he's also a million years old and he's almost dead and neil adams i think threatened to beat him up or something like if i recall basically go that, fuck yourself come talk to me when you're not a piece of shit that is all correct yeah <laughs> but uh yeah like it's it's definitely like a time capsule it's it's a piece unto itself and it is the league's better than most of the comic book adaptations we get now because at least it's doing something you know like yeah it's like a seven i just like i can't the messaging of the movie is a problem and like honestly it was a problem back then too it's just like i was like i was still old enough that i should not have thought like this was like cool oh like those guys are awesome but like it's kind of like an artifact i think i really like it yeah I I have very mixed emotions about the movie, but I'm going to give it like a seven as just a purely watching experience, especially in comparison to every other movie he's made that we've had to watch. Agreed. Uh, It doesn't feel like, because the movie's almost two hours, right? Like it's like an hour 51. It It doesn't feel that long. No, no. Uh, Alec. Um, It's also a seven for me. I didn't enjoy it as much as these two, but I still liked it. <laughs> these two idiots. Yeah, these two. These two sick you guys are idiots. These two guys. These two cucks. Um, is that people still say cuck? Oh yeah. Oh That's good. Very popular. I mean, I do. I call my kids every day. You <laughs> oh, oh, no. Well, it's oh, back and forth. Is that what AJ was trying to scream yeah, at yeah. earlier? 
I'm a teacher. We couldn't understand them. Oh, um, you're shit. a chicken cook. <laughs> now, this this movie, is... it, it was fun, and like it's kind of surprising. Like I think everybody else has already said, it's fun to see a restrained. <laughs> um, Big air quotes. I feel, oh, yeah. feel like I'm reading some of like the trivia about the movie right now, and apparently, uh, I think I brought this up on about a different movie. Maybe it was about referring to him about this one. Like he, or no, let's talk about Dawn of the Dead. Like he shot this movie chronologically. Yeah, you said that about Dawn no. of the Dead. I found it like he, fucking did, that about Dawn, he did that with Dawn of the Dead because apparently he didn't know any better. Yeah, but that's how movies. Well, but at this point, made. he just made music videos. You can't shoot oh. a music video out of. But sequence. he made Dawn of the Dead that way, and then he made this that way too. So I guess that maybe that's part of his uh... gods. You can shoot a music video out of sequence. Do you yeah. think they're playing the song live when they're the shooting it? Backwards, Sean. Unless you're doing, <laughs> bring that up. Unless, oh, unless it's the far side, and even oh, then, oh, uh, it was like thirty, right? Oh, this are, movie. Well, there are one thousand five hundred and thirty-two cuts in this movie. Jesus <laughs> Christ! Makes a lot of sense. <laughs> How many minutes is this movie? Even if even, even even at 120, like 110 minutes. That's like 100 cuts per minute. Yeah, it doesn't even make sense. Um, yeah, this movie no, made like probably, I don't have. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. The action, like the action, is fun. Uh, Gerard Butler is good. Michael Fassbender is great. Apparently, this was his like his movie debut. Um, was this? Uh. Lena Headley's good. Like pretty much everybody's. Jesus, what? <laughs> this was. I don't like that. This was, <laughs> I don't like that at all. This was an enormous hit, by the way. This was like almost a, a ten-time multiplier. This movie cost sixty-five million dollars and made four hundred and fifty-six million. Yeah, it made like all the money in the world that year. Like it was <laughs> crazy. You could buy ten Nostromos for what this movie made. That, yeah, but that's I mean, in nineteen eighty-four dollars. <laughs> That's crazy how much money this movie made. This, You know what this movie... I just thought of it. Zack Snyder reminds me of. You guys watched Mr. Show when that was on, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember the, the sketch where it was the band that didn't realize they were gay? And yeah. it's like, hey, here's a video of you partying last night, and it's them all fucking, and they're like, yeah, we're awesome. And it's like, they put, take the video out and put it back in. Like, this is a gay porn. I was like, ooh, get it off the screen. <laughs> it's the same video. Yeah. Uh, so... Alec, uh, who you pass the mic to? Um, Gogs. Nine? <laughs> oh, god damn. I really still like this movie a lot. And that I explains that in. haircut. Yeah, uh, well, you know, we gotta keep it fast. <laughs> um, does explain my abs situation, though. Keep it fast. <laughs> um, keep it the fashion fashion stands for fashion. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, like, I, I was telling TJ, and I like, like, I was like, I'm sitting here watching this for flaws, and I was dreading watching this, like, because I was like, Zack Snyder has proven to us time and time again that even things we thought we liked that he did, we didn't like. But I, I went through this, and I was like, I'm still having a ton of fun. I know, like, I hate the fact that it's been hijacked. It's not even hijacked. It's just, I guess, the, the correct audience that it was made for found it and embraced every last little bit of it and turned it into, like, political propaganda. But as far as, like, a visually, like, 
striking, like fun action movie. I loved it. I love Gerard Butler in it. Uh, I like all the action sequences, like that tracking shot where they're doing the speed ramps and the slowdowns, just following Leonidas and it follows him throwing the spear and then coming back, comes back. That's a cool shot. Even the ending shot where it's him dead on the ground, it pulls back and looks like a fresco of all the yeah. dead Spartans. Like that's a cool shot. There's some visually really interesting things in this movie. Um, And it's like his most, it is his most artistic and like, it's just, and, re- and restrained as we keep saying, but then he just like, he took this and he just never evolved. Like no. he devolved after this. Like he never, he never, got, he never got better than this. No, he but never I mean, got better than this. Look at it and look at the money it made and the praise he got from it. Why would you want to get better? Why would you want to even change? No. Yeah. Like people like us are like, man, he's just stuck in the same old thing. But every movie he makes with this same formula makes a billion dollars. Yeah. It's yeah. I'm stuck in a, a large vault full of gold. He'll make more money than all of us combined. Easily has, yeah, but I got a lot less dead kids than he does. So, damn, take that. (laughs) Sucker Punch was kind of a failure. But even that, but even that, well, after you do advertising, Google Google Zack Snyder net worth. Yeah, no thanks. That's what ultimately matters. Yeah, yeah, Google that. It's probably like thirty million dollars at least, probably more. Let's do his total box office. Dude, do net worth. I don't care what his box office is because he makes money regardless of what his It's just going to be that gif of him snapping next. Yeah. Let's see. What's his net? Uh, 60 million. Yeah, 60 yeah, right. million dollars. He's doing okay. He's doing okay. He's doing all right. And it's not like he's retired. No. And now he's making all those Netflix movies. He's probably making he probably made even twenty more. mil a yeah. movie. Sixty direct all those million dollars because of all those other movies that come out. Because he's got a Planet of the Dead movie coming out. Oh, oh my god! Like a TV Does he have show. a cartoon like that's yeah. going to tie it all together? He's got all kinds of stuff. Coming. He's probably getting made like twenty million a pop for that stuff. Oh. Yeah, because they'll give you money for nothing. Whatever they don't fucking care. They don't care at all. They'll just take out more loans. They did cancel the Cowboy Bebop show, which is hilarious. Mm. All right, well, that's me. TJ. Uh, I just want to throw out there, if the uh, actress that played Faye in Cowboy Bebop is lonely and feels bad, she can always cry on my shoulder. She won't call you. Why not? Before you give before you give your score, yes. if you give it a nine, it's a certified good ass movie. Uh, I'm not giving it a nine. I oh. can't do that in good conscience. I'm giving it an eight. It's an eight for me, dog. I still really enjoy this movie. I went into this movie with full intentions of hating it, like completely. And I, it's funny because I recognize and agree with all of the complaints Sean has with this movie. But I also think this movie is is just dumb as fuck and just fun as hell. Like, oh, yes, yeah. I agree. It is very problematic. Mm. I would never say that it isn't. Yeah, I'm but sorry. Is, I did a cultural Marxism on the show. No, no don't, don't, base your, <laughs> don't base your whole personality on this film. I know, but, but the thing is, like, if you go by all that shit, like, all the Sigma male stuff is all problematic because, like, you know, Patrick Bateman is the, 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 he's always in those Sigma male things. It's like, well, nobody understood that book or movie if, like, yeah. Patrick Bateman is a Sigma male, but, um, you're my lawyer, so you should know I've posted a lot of cringe. That was one of my favorite memes. But yeah, I love that. But, um, this movie is a blast. It's it first of all, like I think Sean said a little bit ago, it flies by. It is over. It feels like this movie is a half an hour long. 
the 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 action set pieces are fun. All of the like rah rah like we're gonna kill these dudes and we're gonna like have a big dick about it is awesome. Yeah, just all the grunting, like, the what is your profession? So cool, though, like yeah, but like like Gox said earlier, like it's so quotable. Like we'll fight in the shade. Yeah, we'll fucking it's not your hand anymore. Like yeah. all that you don't shit. know our like, women. <laughs> it's fucking badass. It's like, even even the rape scene has a. But that's all Frank fun. Miller. Yeah, I know, but it's yeah. still in the movie. No, I know, I know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still like it's dumb as fuck, but it's like yeah, fuck yeah. Like this is like this is this is a movie for guys that like movies. Like, <laughs> like let the women go, fucking have their periods, and fucking like what well, the men will watch this movie and be men. Yeah, yeah, it's Sparta where yeah. men were men and the women were also men. To paraphrase <laughs> yeah. gods. We're gonna watch. We're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna eat barbecue and drink whiskey and we're watch this movie. We're gonna have a, smoke and die of tuberculosis <laughs> and be men. We're gonna have a Doctor Pepper hero because yeah. that's not for ladies. Oh, I forgot about that. Doctor Pepper was good, no, it was Doctor Pepper ten. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. regular Doctor Pepper's for bitches. Yeah. I don't know, man. I love this movie. It's fucking dumb as shit. You're having a diet coke while you're getting your purse resurfaced. I'm. Gonna have a- <laughs> Thing, like talking and, and again like this most of, I, I knew this was going to happen but most of this conversation is about what has become of Zack Snyder I wish his movies maintained the level of just stupidity that this movie had well and, they're like, still stupid but now stupid, they're, but they're you not, know what it is that this movie isn't weirdly enough is three grim. hours long well it's not like super grim you know no. what I mean? Even though it's like violent, but it's still like got levity and like it's not like a emo, mopey, grim, dark movie. Well, even, I think even at the end of the movie, it ends on an uplifting note because he's inspired all yeah. these these Greeks to fight. So it's yeah. like it has a hopeful ending. And it's the same way. ending of Braveheart. Yeah, yeah, he inspired all those kids to go blow up a mosque like a uh, fucking fortune. Well, that was right in the beginning of Dawn of the Dead, too. Uh, yeah. But uh, anyway, I, I love this movie. It is problematic as all. It's my problematic fave as kids. <laughs> uh, but I, I do enjoy it quite a bit. Um, I was ready to hate it, but I can't. I love it too much. And Gerard Butler has never been better. Like, he kind of sucks now. Now he's just in, like... Atlas falls down or whatever. Apollo. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know if I ever said this before, but every time I think like, oh, I like Gerard Butler, I'm actually thinking of Clive Owen. Yeah, no, yeah. Clive Owen's great. <laughs> yeah, not in Valerium, but in general, he's very no. good. How uh, do you not right. shoot him up? That's, That's a an awesome one. movie. <laughs> uh, all right, so are we going back? Final to Destination next Three. Week? So next week is Final Destination, and then the Molies. So we're yeah. going through two Final Destinations, and, and then the Molies. This is going to be a tough year for the Molies. I feel like. Oh, I went and I did my 2021. Like I listed all the movies from 2021. I watched. Yeah. It's bad. Oh, I got a cram. Yeah. There's more than last year, though. No, no, I'm just talking about all the. There's a plenty of movies. No, he's talking but about like the quality. He's talking of about them. 2021 new movies. 2020, yeah. New yeah. Movies. 2020, there were way less releases yeah, there was like six months where nothing came out uh does anybody do you have the molly's like the categories from last year i'm trying to think of what my favorite movie was last year I know. send them out i might still have it written down somewhere at home i think i, I mean really like no spoilers unless Tatane is that much better dune's gonna be my number one movie yeah like, we could just Tatane's skip to gonna, that part Tatane's gonna win 
Yeah. You think oh, so? I don't know. Yeah, I, well, maybe. I I'm going to go Dune, but it detains in my top three. Yeah. It's that. Yeah. It, yeah. I feel like we watched quite a few 2021 movies this year on yeah, the show. Usually we don't do a lot of current year shows. Yeah. Or, but like, yeah. Most are not good. So next week, Final Destination 3, which wow. was, so we're, we're going to get out of this month with only two Final Destination movies. Hell it's yeah. not too bad. Yeah. We did it. All right, everybody. That's the 300th episode. Uh, hey, guys, what is your profession? Let's go home and share an apple. <laughs> yeah, let's go eat an apple. Together. What they ate out there is apples. I'm going to take a bite. And ass. They didn't oh, bring yeah. any food. They, they didn't, didn't have, like, eat ass. They're going to eat some of that horse meat. <laughs> no, oh, those guys horse. don't eat. Yeah. They're too they know, shredded. Yeah. yeah, they got to stay shredded. Yeah, they got to keep... They gotta, they're, oh, <laughs> they're keto all day, every day. <laughs> oh, real quick, like, and we talked about this when we watched the movie, but, like, they didn't... Have, they wouldn't all be shredded like that. They would all look like 50s strong men. They'd all be doughy. Like, they, they don't have, oh, like... penny farthings. Yeah, they didn't yeah. know what fucking real exercise was. Yeah, let's say... Well, let's say we're starving. Like, I assume they ate pretty well. They'd be like, yeah, like, um... It's like muscular, but not like fucking like show sh- shredded. They look like The Rock when he was in WWE. Yeah, right. yeah. exactly. But yeah, that's not that's not heavily padded too. That's not unintentionally gay enough for Zack Snyder. <laughs> he should have airbrushed on their abs, dude. Yeah. It's too bad that the, this came out before The Rock was a famous actor because he would have been great in this movie. Yeah. And they could have put his rap song at the end of the fucking trailer. Oh, yeah. The score in this movie is brutal. It's about drive. It's about power. <laughs> the Rock could have been Xerxes. And then I'd be like, yes! let's go Persia. Yes. <laughs> oh, that would have been great. You can't have The Rock as a villain. Well, Just given that eyebrow. Do you think The Rock would allow himself to be queered up that way? No. No. no but, the, no but then, like, then like the Persians well, would time be... out. Time out. He was queered up in that the whole nine... Uh, the whole... Nine yards sequel. The uh, no, in get shorty sequel. That. Get shorty sequel. Get shorty. Get shorty. Not, but that was yeah. before he was like the rock. Yeah, yeah. Was it be cool? Be cool. Yeah, he was good in that. Yeah. He was also the villain in Doom because remember, like he looked at the camera and go, "I can't die." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, then. Okay. All right, everybody. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> Drone ass. Yeah. Well, how, was, how, was your, how was your blizzard? It was very good, thank you. And now my stomach hurts and I got a shit. And I think that was more yeah, calories yeah, than yeah, like everything I eat prior. Yeah. But no, it was good. You get a diarrhea, everything out. It was very sweet. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. It was sweet right. both literally and uh, figuratively. figuratively. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, bye, bye. everybody. Flatter. See you. Out of it. Later, boys.